1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
4: Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace, and it's 6.02 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Port Isabel. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Robert Cervelos and check his pulse this morning. Robert, what are you doing, man?
5: Morning, Mick. How are you?
4: What's up, buddy?
5: you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Oh, nothing just actually had a little fog uh, We had a couple of days we got no wind, finally, and no mm-hmm. rain uh,
4: yeah, I saw just, uh, saw a photo photo of you the old man holding up a pretty good fish the other day, buddy
5: yeah well the, the that kid <laughs> caught it um he did not hold it very good, so I held yeah. it for one flitting with it. That was kind of a oh, weird deal. I, um I could tell the trout was hooked so weird when it came up, and i know you've seen it before. It wasn't really head shake, it was a whole body shake. <laughs> I know you've seen that it was deep in them. And right. that in that black what do they call that black? It's not the stomach. It's that kind of like brown matter that's deep in the mouth there. Kinda right. soft
4: stuff. What is uh-huh. that? I don't know. I'm no biologist, but I did Not say to stay at the Holiday Inn last night. No. <laughs> remember that commercial. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I let her go, and she swam off a little bit. She was moving her gills. and I sit there and fish a little while, color a couple of reds for the kid, and, and when I was getting ready to leave, I seen her. Somebody said, hey, there's that trout. And it was upside down, so I oh, jumped boy. out of the boat. Yeah, I jumped out of the boat and worked with it for I don't know how long trying to get that thing back. I mean, it was moving its fins a little and its gills a little, but it just, it wouldn't, she wouldn't stay upright, man. Right. So I had had to give her the crab bait, but it looked like she had already spawned some. She wasn't that fat, really.
4: Now what you were talking about earlier? What? What? What are you talking about? Brown? Did it threw up from it through its throat or what? No,
5: the hook got in that soft. I don't know what it is. It's not the stomach. Well, the stomach's white. Right. Um, it was. You know, the hook got deep in the middle of her mouth, and it was only one hook was in the. It's like that soft brown stuff that's in them. I don't know what it is.
4: Um, well, uh, the liver,
5: probably. Probably you know, so. that liver's
4: kind of uh, that soft brown-like, you know? I mean, yeah. that's all I can think of. Yeah. That fish sucked it yeah. down.
5: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that, that's rarely happened to me. I mean, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. When they come up, with more like a body shake, not a, not a head shake, you know? <laughs> kind of weird looking like. Half the fish is out of the water. You know, trying to get. I've seen them
4: throw their stomachs up before, and I can take a, you know, a a long pair of needle nose, and I can shove their stomach back in them. You know, back inside their cavity, and then they'll swim off. But, yeah. But I don't know.
5: It
4: just happens. I
5: don't like it when it happens, but I mean. There's no way to change the the law because you know if people would still bring them in, how you wouldn't know if the fish died or not. You know what I'm saying? So it's part of the system. Yeah. Those they're not that good to eat that big anyway. So
4: true. Just unfortunate when that happens. Yeah especially with the limits no. like there are. It's just, you know, it's just hard to waste a fish, you know. Yeah. There's I mean, nothing I, you can do. I, you take it to the dock and you get a ticket.
5: Yeah. No, don't be that. I, I mean. No. I'm actually kind of glad it's 23 down here. You know, uh, I don't, I don't even, I don't bring them in. You know, I don't bring trout as big into the dock anymore anyway. Even if it wasn't no. 23, uh, you know sometimes people don't like it, you know, <laughs> but I'm the captain. So, I mean, you know, I get plenty of fish. They don't need that big one, you know.
4: No, and you can, you know, when you're in that situation, somebody catches a really trophy fish, you can uh, you can measure it. They've gotten good at doing these replica mounts where you can measure the length yeah. and the girth and all that and they can get that fish pretty close to what they caught, you know. Yeah, at least up here, you know, you get one over twenty five that you can still retain. And a lot of people still keep those big fish. I don't understand it; they just do.
5: Well, they want to. They want to look good at the dock.
4: Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't care about that anymore. I mean, nah, that's kind like of gone. Fuck you style. and I, we've
5: been doing it so long, that, you know. We don't need that. No.
4: Yeah, just kind of it's kind of a blemish. It kinda of looks bad.
5: Yeah, mm. for each is on. But yeah, fishing's starting to get good down here.
4: That's good. Yeah. What are you mostly throwing? How are you fishing right now? Depends okay, on the people.
5: Yoke yeah all kind of ways I mean, I do what i have to do i don't I don't like bottom fishing, but sometimes <laughs> I have to do it you know right when I, I mean i'll I'll save about an hour out of the trip maybe to to try to catch some reds. and actually that's what I was doing when I caught that big trout mm-hmm. and i I've caught them like that many times um you know one will just show up i' I'll be catching red, you know, and then all of a sudden the big trout will show up, and it's happened to me. Many times, you wouldn't think that a, a trout would eat a, you know, a big piece of skipjack. That's what I use. I mean, I'll keep a couple skipjacks as I'm fishing during the morning, you know. Right. And in case I need them, I get people that just, you
4: know, they can't, they don't fish a lot, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah y'all get a lot of tourism.
5: I do. When I, you know, when I'm charging somebody five, six hundred dollars to go fishing, you know, I got to do what I got to do to put, you know, get their rod in at least for them,
4: you know. hmm I understand. Yeah. It's a, it's a game we play, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Down there, I fished a tournament one time. We had to come to Port Isabel, and. uh, Man, I'm trying to remember the guy's name that would just, he put it on all of us. But, you know, that's what I get for fishing a meat tournament. Blaine and I were throwing lures. But uh, he yeah. was using cut ballyhoo under the bridge down there. Oh, my yeah. God. The size trout he brought in was just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's That's how Jack won the uh, Texas International Fishing Tournament two years. Uh, using the hope. He used a hope like a lure. He caught the trout red and flounder on it.
4: Yeah. Belly. And what bamboo. I won't
5: do is what I won't do is put croaker in my boat.
4: Oh, I know that. I was fixing to tease you that. about that. You beat me to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Barking monkeys.
5: <laughs> you won't find a croaker in my boat.
4: You know what's weird talking to old Jeff Cut over there in Louisiana? I mean people try 'em. And they don't do any good on trout with those croakers over there. They catch uh, mangrove snapper with them.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard that before. Yeah. The mangroves get them before the trout. Right. Get a chance to get them. Mm hmm I wonder where they're. I know mangroves like a structure fish, but it's, uh, it's weird that. I guess everything's different over there but The trout or where the mangroves are, because that don't usually happen here.
4: Right. Uh, it's uh, I think a lot of them are on those close rigs off the beachfront, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Along their yeah, rocks we a, on the passes.
5: we used to have a rig about six miles out the jetties. It's gone now, but I mean it's incredible what something like that'll do. I mean you go out there and we used to catch. Big, well, I know I did a trip one year at the jetties. Uh, We were catching redfish, tarpon. You troll for kings, you go out to that rig six miles and catch, you know, big mangrove snapper. Uh, You can see barracuda Mm -hmm. swimming underneath you around the boat. Um, I don't know, I guess guess that's why they call South Texas God's Country. It is.
4: It is. I love it down there. It's different.
5: Yeah, no, no, you know, no hassle and bustle.
4: Laid back, uh, man. That's what like I, I like I about walk. East Texas too. You know, going up yeah, there and fishing right. at Rayburn, it's just laid back, buddy. Yeah, like when I when I come to town, I still come to town a little bit eastern oh. and.
5: The traffic's just, Lord, I ain't used to it oh, anymore. Oh, is I, mean, I, I grew up there, but.
4: I know it. <laughs> well, I'll try to stay out of it as much as I can.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, we got lucky with that one tournament. Maybe we'll get some more bad weather with these other tournaments. They uh, <laughs> saved save some trout for us.
4: Yeah, they did. Oh, well. All right, Robert, you watching any of the PGA right now?
5: I'm fixing to. Is it on already?
4: Well, no, but I'm just... uh, Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I think it comes on at 8, but, yeah, that course is whooping their butt.
4: Boy, it is. Some tempers are flaring on that course.
5: (laughs) Well, Rom's a a hothead, anyway.
4: Yeah, he, uh, what'd he do? hit a microphone yesterday or something and was yelling at the cameraman said, you're always, uh, you always put that camera in our face when we're mad. And, uh, he's,
5: well, he's like a big baby. I mean,
4: <laughs> him and that yeah, other guy,
5: what's that other, what's that other guy's name? He,
4: he He's funny. The
5: guy with a be- kind of beard.
4: Oh, uh, uh, Hatton. Hatton. Ty- Tyrell one. Hatton. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
5: He'd put him and rum in a ring or something.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turn Maybe them loose. Uh,
5: supposed to not have any rain, so might be able to watch some deep go shots to,
4: today. Maybe so. We'll see. Yeah. All right, yeah, Robert. I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to come down and right. fish, will you give them a number, man? 956-433-1389. Uh, three, three,
5: 1389. 1389.
4: All right, buddy. Robert, have a good Sunday, man, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. You be safe out there, buddy. Catch you up. All right, thanks. See you, man. All right. All right, that's Captain Robert Cervello down in Port Isabel. All right, it's time for a break. Uh, Phone lines are open. Give us a call. Let's roll, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610, and we'll uh, take your calls right after the break.
3: Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show.
4: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 620 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's get to our open lines now, and uh, we'll start off with Mr. Billy Ray Brown with the PGA. Billy Ray, what's up?
0: What's up, Captain? How are you doing today, man?
4: Oh, I'm doing great, and you?
0: Good, good. I'm just headed to uh, listen to your show, headed to airport right now to head over and uh, do the men's and women's NCA for a couple weeks over there in Phoenix, and uh, I heard you talking about the PGA. It's going to be something uh, coming down that stretch. Oak Hill is getting them fits this week. <laughs> I'm
4: telling
0: you. I'm, I'm glad I do television now and not have to play this game for a living.
4: Boy, I'm telling you, man, that's uh, – oh, Lord. Man, that course yeah. was nasty yesterday. How about being in that what? deep rough and trying to hit an iron out of that? You, you don't – I mean, they got an idea where the ball's going, but, boy, I saw some duck hooks and some shanks yesterday. Jeez.
0: I'm telling you, know, they got just enough moisture and rain in that long riot. Rough they have there at Oak Hill, and you don't want any part of that stuff. I'm telling you, uh, you nope. know, it, it'll 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 make you it, uh, slam your truck quick and want to get out of Dodge as fast as you can.
4: Oh, I'm telling you, man, that's got to yeah. be frustrating.
0: Yeah, it's it is. And I, real
4: simple. All you have to do is hit it in the fairway. Sounds good, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: he. Hey, Captain, easier he sure said than done. That's that's why I got 16 years of the PGA Tour now. Sticking with television, I couldn't find the fairway. I couldn't, I couldn't put that one ball in that fairway for some reason.
4: <laughs> Easier said than done.
0: Yeah, you get uh, get a chance to run into Sean lately?
4: Man, I hadn't talked to Sean in about a month. Man, he's uh, he went up and did, did a Monday qualifier somewhere up around Dallas a week or two ago, and uh, yeah. played pretty for the- played pretty good. And uh, he got in, and somebody was seven under, and he said, "Well, I might as well pack up and go home."
0: Yeah, and I'm telling those Monday qualifiers are tough. You know, those, those kids now uh, are so good, and uh, it's you really don't have any, especially in those Monday qualifiers. You you can't make a mistake. You know, you, they've taken the fo- uh, four lowest scores of some pretty good players uh, try to get in the event, and it's uh, you, you got to just go low in those things. That's your mindset. You got to try to birdie every single hole. So right anyway. I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching, see what Kepka does. You know, with all this live stuff going on, and Brooks had a good Masters, and now he's right there at the top at uh, Oak Hill. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, everything shakes out. I I'll be in town in Phoenix in time to be able to watch part of the final round. So uh, looking yeah, forward
4: to that. Yeah, what was the uh, man? I was doing some mowing and stuff, and I was trying to listen to it on my phone on you know on Sirius, and and uh, while I was mowing. And uh, what was the controversy with Phil on a some kind of rule? Some yeah, kind of well, the,
0: yeah, the ball was embedded at a certain point, and they couldn't uh, figure out, you know, and Corey Connors ran into that as well where they had uh, – where the ball had come to rest. They didn't sure if it was plugged in, in the bunker or plugged just outside the bunker itself. If any mm-hmm. part of that ball's touching the bunker, you know, and you got to play it. If not, you know, embedded ball. Rule through the green, you know, you'd get relief. But uh, yeah, it, that 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 took a while to figure out. But you know, Phil, something's always going to happen with Phil. It doesn't matter.
4: Oh yeah, there's always yeah. drama, man. What will Phil do next?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that is How many so times cool have you heard that
4: over the years? What will Phil man, do next?
0: Have, what will you know? And I've had many calls. I played. You know, it's funny. I played with Phil Mickelson my first time. He was a rookie. Well, not a rookie. He was in college at Arizona State, and he had won Tucson. And uh, I got paired with him in the third round at the Masters. And, uh, you know, uh, I knew then when that kid was hitting about 30 past me, <laughs> and the I said, I better get out of this game quick because these kids are the kids are They're coming. coming.
4: They're coming for They're us. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the way yeah. fishing is now, man. I look at all these young guns coming up the ranks, and I'm going, man, I'm glad I'm on the tail end of my career.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. I got to fish with one of your friends. Oh, it's been probably three, maybe four months ago. Captain Kenny uh, down there. At, uh, they, I think you, he and Blaine worked together out there. At no, him
4: and James. Yeah, Kenny Cambiano. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and oh, we had Captain, Captain Grumpy. <laughs> you know,
0: I'm telling you what, he was on the move. We went, he said at the end of the day, he said, How many miles do you think we went today? And I know, you know, we left there over there out of Galston and uh, headed east. At the end of the day we went ninety one miles is what he tracked to the day. And yep. dude, I I tell mean, you, luckily it was calm that day trying to find some fish. So Right. But anyway. Man, right, I've, done, I've done
4: that. I've left up my way on Trendy Bay and the water be all destroyed and messed up, and I'm on search and destroy like that, and I'll cover all the <laughs> East Bay and then over to Campbell's and lower Galveston Bay and all that and get in and hit your old trip. The longest I ever ran in one day, it was 127.
0: Oh, my goodness. I, that was the we most didn't I've catch very run. many fish. Hey,
4: it's hard to catch them when you're running, man. <laughs>
0: that's what he said. You know what and we we were just we were chunking and running as fast as we could trying to find fish and couldn't do it but we had a great day on the water was, it was good I had my two nephews out with me and so cool. we got to tell them some stories It was really good but I was gonna just touch in with you I love hearing your show guys it's uh I catch it when I'm on the road in the mornings when I'm uh actually uh at nBC here and uh love your show man thanks thanks for thanks for doing that man it keeps me informed what it does it makes me miss home more
4: yes all right billy ray
0: you take care man uh we'll be the rest of the show and uh we'll be touching space all right we'll talk to you later captain
4: sounds good man take care all right all right billy ray brown how about that always enjoy hearing from hadn't heard from him in a while let's go to uh travis next travis good morning you're on the outdoor show what's up
2: mickey good morning buddy how you doing hey
4: man what's up
2: Oh, Nana. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call and and kind uh, of talk about the trip that me and Taylor and Justin have with Cliff Webb uh, this
4: week. That Yeah, your ear you, should have been burning yesterday. We were talking about you. Did y'all? <laughs> yeah, did we were talking about problems. you and Taylor. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I was telling him, I hey, said, hey, Taylor, man, he can fish, but he's a hell of a golfer too, man. That little guy can burn it up.
2: That's what I always hear, man. You know, James will talk about that with me, too. Uh, I've heard other guys say how good he is on a golf course. I, I am not a golfer, Mickey. I, I don't know the first thing about it. But it must be true. Well, you're but too I, high
4: off the ground. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's but it. you sure can't um, wade out deep.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. I can drown a lot of folks out there. Yeah, you can.
4: He... You can drown me.
2: <laughs> um, hey, I haven't fished down there in in a few years, man, but once you go down there, and especially the trips that we had, the the two days that we were with Cliff were pretty incredible, but you go down there and you see the kind of fishing those guys have, the scenery that they're fishing in, it makes you want to leave Galveston in the river. It does.
4: I mean, hey, (laughs) I'm with you, brother.
2: It, it was pretty special, man. That stuff down there, and it, it's cool fishing with Cliff, a guy that's been there, done that, been guiding for however long he's been doing it forever. And for him, yeah, forever. And for him to still be as fired up every day to go out there and do this, I mean, it, it's you got to calm him incredible. down.
4: He gets amped up, buddy. That, 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 I I wish I still had that fire in me like that.
2: He, just he's a- got a lot of it, man. Whole i'm just I'm
4: just so mellow when I fish now, I'm just so laid back because I've done it for so long, and I don't have anything new to work with. you know they got some good fish down there that's that'll fire anybody up. That's awesome well,
2: Mickey, to go down there and and to know that you have the chance, just the opportunity to possibly catch that seven eight nine pound fish or or maybe possibly even better than that every time you put your boat in the water i mean that's a driving force that'll help keep a fire in you yeah
4: that uh, that's the way it used to be here you know till we had all these adversities hit us you know yeah yeah but uh man we caught a lot of good fish had some that
2: that day that our second day with him when we were boat fishing uh drifting those deep rocks or whatever and the water was so clear and it was pretty cool, man, almost like offshore-esque. You would mm-hmm. hook a fish, and if that trout would stay down and not jump and do a bunch of stuff on the surface, he'd have three, four, five buddies with him. And you could take little John and just kind of pitch right there behind the hooked trout and, and catch one of his buddies too, man. It was, uh, it was pretty wild. Pretty That's wild
4: pretty cool. Stuff. That's cool yes. stuff, brother.
2: Yes, it is, but, but anyway, man, I hadn't listened to the show in a while. I figured I'd call in and and uh, talk about that. We we had a heck of a time down there. We're about to make that an annual deal, and we really enjoyed that trip with Cliff. So yeah, if, I got to get down there. Is uh, how he is on the show when he calls in and talks to you. He is exactly the same in real life on that boat. He's fired up every single day and, and can't can't wait to get out there. So we really enjoyed that that trip with him down there.
4: That's what I like about Cliff, man. He enjoys all the life he can get, you know. Get out of the life we yeah. put in it. He enjoys it. Hey he
2: was saying something about man, I need you know, he's like, I've never even seen Galveston. I need to come up there and fish it. I was like, well Cliff, if you do it'll sure make you appreciate this place even that much more, buddy. It really will. <laughs> so. well, well, Mickey, take it easy, buddy. I appreciate you and the show, okay? Travis, thanks Thanks
4: for the call, and uh, keep listening, man. Don't be a stranger. Yes, sir. I'll see you. All right, brother. Bye. See you, man. Bye. All right. That's Travis. Good guy, man. He fishes with all of us and a lot of guides up and down the coast. And uh, very good fisherman, by the way. And uh, he enjoys it. Gets all of it out. He can All right, after the break, we'll come back with Mike Smith and Guitar Dave, and we do have some more lines open for the final segment. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, 713-572-4610. And I need to take a moment to talk about 13 Fishing's concept reels. You know what I like about them? (laughs) Well, they work. They're uh, my go-to reel. uh, They're special to me. I really like fishing with them. They're sleek. They're stylish. They're just what you expect from with 13 Fishing, they're all new Concept Series G2 reels. They're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all of the great features seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings that cast like a dream. And the Concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And the Concept Series reels and 13 Fishing, they boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, They cast like a dream, and what I like, you can wrap your hand around this. It's a streamlined package for maximum comfort, castability, and control. Stop by your local retailer. Demand to learn more about 13 Fishing's concept reels, and you can check them out on the web at 13fishing.com. That's concept reels from 13 Fishing. Make your own luck. Hiring for your small
3: business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: Live
3: from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
6: Good
4: morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 637 here in the Bayou City on this Sunday morning. All right. First up, Mike Smith. Mike, good morning. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, brother? <laughs> What's up, man?
7: <laughs> oh, I got back about 11 o'clock from Babes on the Bay down there in Rockport. Yep. Did yep. those have, storms hit you all yesterday down. morning?
4: Sir? Did those storms hit you all yesterday morning?
7: Lord, yes. Well, they didn't <laughs> hit us bad in the morning. Uh, we were a little north of that, but uh, about 1 o'clock it got to where I couldn't see going 15 miles an hour. I mean, it just soaked uh. us when we were coming in. We had our fish inside. We were far fishing far enough north that uh, we'd, we'd already had engine problems on a oh, sponsored boy. boat. A fancy boat was given to us when we was on Fish Friday. They weren't big, but they were multiple 2021s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, we was on Decent amount of fish, but not the quality I wanted. But we were going to go to where there were quality, where we found some good fish. Not as many, but good, I mean, stupid. I mean, they weren't bulls yet, but they were knocking on the door. They were very mature. But we come up and took uh, off, and the boat just died, going about 45 miles an hour. Taking it nice and slow with my hookers. You know, the, the team to the Texas hookers anyway
4: and so uh, it was just dying you verified that for me because <laughs> I know well, how you, you know, are I, you know I know your track record son I've only got four and, on. and beer joints I know the drill man
7: anyway <laughs> back at the ranch uh, now we saw it just died and uh, oh, it's man. kind of like a hot call but you got Six coils on that boat. It's not like you know there's right. a new boat, you know, one of the sponsors I'm like I say none of the sponsor of the boat motor, anything. But it died on us and it wouldn't crank. I mean it wouldn't turn over, it would do nothing. So oh boy, well here we go and I pull the kill switch out and i jiggle with wires and it's that nothing it crank up. I ran a few more miles and it stopped doing it. So we made our way back to Goose Island where we put in because we were staying in some condos down south, right on the water, beautiful, but not near where I wanted to fish. Mm -hmm. And the girls paid for the condo anyway. They do every year, and that's nine years now. So come up, and uh, I used to say, hey, we're going to fish our way back to where we caught our multiple. And uh, well, I think we had over 260 teams, you know, four women per team. Right. And we came in thirtieth place, which sucked because we could have done better. But, you know, it was, it's about fun anyway. It's not about. It is, but that's a good show in 260
4: teams. 30 top yeah, 30 I'll take that.
7: Yeah, 30th, but, yeah, you know, we've done better. But what can you say? It wasn't in the cards, you know. No. It just wasn't in the cards. We had a great time. We always do. There's such a crowd down there because. You know, not only do you have the – we've had uh, over 1,340 women in that tournament, and uh, it's just a blast. I mean, even the Friday night for the captain's meeting, of course, I saw Charlie Barton up there. Okay. Yeah, I saw a couple of people, you know,
4: Yeah.
7: and uh, he's doing well. But uh, I, I didn't stay to see how far everyone done and how well they done. I had to get home. I was worn out after – Fishing with those girls four days, and, I mean, they treat me like a, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) are you talking about Ballyhoo, you know, fishing Ballyhoo? Uh Uh-huh. The best Ballyhoo trip I ever had was fishing with live Ballyhoo with Lee Richter and my daddy down there in Port O'Connor. You know, Lee retired and went to Port O'Connor and started guiding down there. Right. And uh, we were out there fishing the big jetties in a little pocket before you get to the big jetties with green lights before they invented green lights mm-hmm. and he had his ballasts soaking in jars of salt water to keep them cool. They had green lights and he made clear nets, used clear plastic to make the nets and those ballyhoo would come up underneath the lights and we'd hook those ten, 11-inch ballyhoo and that's what we'd use for bait. And he would say, now listen, do not set the hook when you feel the first pull. Let them Move around for a while, because they'll catch a big Melly who in the mouth and sw- you know, swim around with it a bit. Right. He said, "I guess they want for them to die before they try to swallow them so they don't get away." Man, yeah. we loaded. I mean, we caught some good trout today. I'd be ashamed to keep those kind of trout
4: <laughs> like you
7: used to go, like you did yeah, in we Dallas and years ago. They were ago. on every
4: street corner back then, too. You know, we had. I them, mean to uh, yeah, but uh, things well, are different now.
7: The, well, before they built Sandless Pass, uh, me and my granddaddy and Danny, well, not me. I was i was a member later on when I grew up. But when I was five, six years old, I'd go down there and keep their shrimp alive for them uh, while they went wade fishing. They wouldn't let me wade fish with them until I could go across the first gut. But uh, it was before they built the bridge. And the man that caught the biggest fish of all time consistently would use mullet strips of mullet, a filleted mullet about a foot long. He'd get the biggest mullet he could, take one hook, and just drift that mullet fillet out there in West Bay. And he would catch some monster trout. I mean it was stupid. Yeah. I didn't know they'd got that big, but Daddy showed me, you know, through the years. But no, nah, oh, life God. is good. Kids are good. The world is good. I hear Sean is doing well. I hadn't I can't. I hadn't seen Sean since he was in a teenager,
4: you well, know. That's back when right. they all worked for me for Troutmasters. That's the, right. All those yes. kids. Yeah, we had some. Well, good
7: that's like I hadn't seen Cliff Webb since uh,
4: Troutmasters.
7: You well, know. You
4: need to go see him. Yeah, I do. I need to get you down there. up with him. We far. ain't getting any younger, man. You gotta, you gotta stay in. Oh, stay I need in touch, brother. Absolutely, I hey mean, I got, roll. I got uh, okay. Well, go, three buddy. Three callers the show. All right, buddy. Rhonda. Hi, love y'all. Bye. Hey, see you, man. All right. Yeah. yeah. Guitar Bye-bye. Dave, you are next, my friend. What's up? Hey, Kevin. Hey, man. You know what? You're
1: kind of like a baseball manager. You know, you got a great lineup of uh, callers. You. uh Position them where they need to go, and I don't mean I don't mind riding the rock until like put me in, coach. Whenever you're ready, I'm waiting. But I'm learning so much, you know, just sitting riding the rock or sitting on the bench, man. and I do appreciate it. But I, what about that dude at the golf? I seen that one dude that had to wait off and all that mud to get his find his. Did he find that golf ball?
4: Man, yesterday? I don't know, Dave. I didn't watch every minute of it the last couple of days. I will today. I'll uh, focus okay. on well in between. Uh, commercials in the Astros game, but I'll be back and forth. Yeah, he looked, he looked like, like y'all wading weighed, in the
1: mud. <laughs> hey, Captain, he looked like y'all wading in the in the mud out there. So, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he had his shoes off. He was out there, and they were filming him right from the rear inside. You know what I mean? I you am know, like, oh, Lord. Right.
4: But hey, well, at least he hey, left he his me- clothes on. He didn't take them off like Sean did that time. <laughs> hey, speaking of Sean, I found that.
1: Uh, owner Palmer book that hardback for two bucks in that resale shop and I brought it to you at the fishing show, man. And right. the next time I saw, <laughs> uh, next time I saw Sean and, and, and your son, uh, uh, Mickey Ray, they snuck up behind me and started wrestling me around. Get hard day. What you, man, them boys can put a smile on your face in a heartbeat. Let me tell you. And I really do appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, uh, but, but I tell you what, I did see uh, right over here, a lot of times I see a lot of these bike riders, like professional bike riders riding through here, but I was amazed this morning. Right in front of my house where I almost got carjacked, I seen this one vehicle coming. It looked like a moped with the lights flashing and everything, and I heard it music on there, and I started looking, and it was one of them professional riders riding, riding right there in the hood. Man, I was like, dude... Go, go to the park somewhere or something. Well, you may get, you know, jacked there nice. too, but it, 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 yeah, you, you never know.
4: This, you never know, buddy. It's... Hey, hey, well, I know you got somebody else. And, hey,
1: the parking lot ain't bad this morning, so the good Lord gave me a little bit of an uh, easy way to rest on. So. Well,
4: good deal. I got it,
1: though. Hey, man. Right. Hey, thank you all. God bless us. God
4: keep us. God bless America, Captain. All right, Dave. See you, man. All right. All right. All right, uh, we still got some time left. Mike dropped off. I don't know whether he thought he was going to run out of time, but I was going to get to him. But uh, give us a call back or we've got room for some more people. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, Bob, you're up. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mickey. How you doing? I couldn't be better. How are you, sir?
8: Oh man, it's all good. Just talking up. Hey, uh hey, I just had a question for you. It, I, I thought I heard you say a while back that they were gonna change the limits back on the middle and lower coast on the trout back down to fifteen like it used to be. Is yes. uh September first, is that true?
4: Right. September first we'll go we'll go return to five fish with a fifteen inch minimum one over twenty five.
8: Well, that's good for me.
2: <laughs>
4: Is it? <laughs> I mean,
8: well, I like to fish. I like to fish up north where the, your friend was just talking about, you know, I yeah. like to put in a goose island and hit the ditch and go as far north as I can,
4: you know. Right.
8: And yeah. uh I just know some good spots up there and I'm not into catching really big ones. I just like to get some good table fare, you know. Well, and, uh, that's
4: that's what you want is that 15- uh, to 17-inch range. That's yeah, the best eaters right that, there, those young trout.
8: Oh, no you doubt. got it, buddy. That And that's what I'm after, to be truthful with you, you know. And uh, right. Anyhow, though, one other uh, question, if you don't mind me asking. I yeah, grew up we down got there plenty in that of time. March.
4: I don't have any more callers, so take your time, uh, bud.
8: Oh, okay. Well, man, I grew up down at Swamp where you grew up, you know, over there around Jack's Pass. Back uh-huh. in the 60s, you know, still got a camp down there. And uh, and I, I heard you saying that uh, 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 that Long Island Bows is kind of like the new river channel now. Is that water right. coming around, old river cutting, then going out there now more than yes. the river?
4: Yeah, because of the locks and everything, everything's changed yeah. on that flow. And uh, just uh, go, you know, cut through the, you know, the diversionary that they cut from Long Island over to the Trinity River. And just go yeah. through there and then hit the Trinity River and run south and look how shallow the river is compared to oh, what yeah. it used to be. And then run Long Island and go, wow, look at this. It's a lot deep It's oh, like the river now.
8: Oh, yeah. See, I don't get down there as much. My little brother's down there, but I, you know, put a place up in Barkport some years ago and, um, been fishing, you know, fishing up there, but I'm fixing to get be fishing back down in, in your neighborhood again right. and, um, is, that, is, that, uh, is there any decent channel to get out Long Island by, uh, out to the bay, or is it still kind of? Yeah, kinda... you can.
4: When you come out, you got to go back left and uh, run down before you cut out, you know, over there by Jack's Pad and then into the bay. Yeah. Remember years okay. ago, you could just come out of Long Island and head right towards that separator. That gut was big and wide, and it'd take you right out into the bay.
8: And uh, Oh, it's wow. not like that anymore. Okay. we should have gone back the way it used to be there because I remember how it used to always cut in over there by Jack's Fast and to express, didn't go out.
4: Right. And, uh,
8: is it, uh, um, is it, uh, um, how's the, uh, the, uh, the bottom? Is it, is it weightable? Is it muddy?
1: Is oh, it
4: sandy, yeah. No, or? It's still, it's still sandy there. Uh, some of it has a little soft top to it, you know, maybe two or oh, okay. four inches, but it's good hard base underneath. And, okay. Uh, well, man. Right time of year, that would be a good place to wait, I bet. Yeah, we, we can get it salty again, you know, salt it back yeah, up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of helps, doesn't it? Boy, we've been fighting that fresh water since 2015, man.
8: Oh, I tell you, my heart goes out to you, Captain Nick. It, it really does because no, I know that's your, about me. your neck good, of the woods. And...
4: It's been a good run, Woodrow. <laughs> I've had a hell of a <laughs> Hey, well, I gotta
8: really thank you, man, for this show because I don't get out there. I'm getting older. I've had some surgeries and and uh, and hadn't been able to get out there like I do. And and I listen to you all the time, and it just makes me feel like I'm out there. And uh, I just can't thank you enough for
4: well, that's for what we're here for, the for show buddy. You do. Hey, it's well, just, buddy. I, hey, I, we're just a bunch of I, old rednecks talking fishing and hunting, brother. That's what, it, you know, yeah, you and, and you know.
8: Well, that's right. You can always learn something new, man. I'm learning always. something new
4: all the time. You said you are teaching all dog new tricks, man.
8: That's right. That's right. Well, man, you have a, a great rest of your day.
4: All right, Bob. Hey, thanks for the call. See you, buddy. You bet. All right. Take care. All right. Let's wrap her up with uh, Craig on uh, the next line. Craig, what's up?
6: Good morning, Captain Craig from Blind Number Nine. How you doing, sir?
4: Blind number nine. What's up, man?
6: I I'm just right, waiting to get back to Blind Number Nine, hopefully <laughs> soon. <laughs> now, how you doing, sir?
4: I couldn't be better than you.
6: I'm great. I'm great, very blessed, and it's good good show, some good uh, listeners calling in. Uh, I like it a lot. I just wanna check, you uh, heard from Captain Blaine about the rain he's getting down that way any because I, I was up in the hill country and we're super green the deer are fat and looking good so it's shaping up to be a really good year
4: same thing in south texas man deer are fat and sassy and uh everything green and just uh lush and quail and doves by the millions everywhere i just talked to blaine well, last night he just got back he's been down there working for about seven or eight days
6: yeah, that's the time I heard that he was getting ready to go down there on the show. So that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, they had and, two uh, grain
4: trailers full of grain they had to take down and feed everything and uh, did a bunch of work, tractor work, while they were there. And uh, while the weather was bad here, and now he's back when the weather's good and ready to start fishing again.
6: Well, good deal. Good deal. they uh, get a number of how many snakes they killed?
4: Uh, I think they killed a half a dozen or so but man a picture of one he sent to me six and a half feet long that's a that's a big one. Oh my that'll, oh, well. that'll wake you up
6: no <laughs> oh, yes sir It'll wake you up and kill you one way or the other
4: one or the other you know? either or yeah you
6: survive that you don't have to go to no cardiologist get a stress test if your heart gets you through that you're okay
4: yes sir i promise you yeah. man especially in that yes, heat sir. this time of year down there when it gets hot and you get, Boy, you take a bite like that, you'll find out how good your heart
6: is. Oh yeah. Well, I had just even seen, but to have to take a bite. You know, I, I see something that big, I'd be dead before I hit the ground, probably.
4: <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk like that.
6: Ah, <laughs> uh, now we're good, buddy. We're good. Well, I'm gonna run, Captain. I just wanna say hello and give you a little update on the hill country. You now that's uh up in Harper. Where so we it's looking good
4: there. up there, then, huh? What part of Excellent. the hill country do you hunt?
6: We're 22 miles west of Fredericksburg off 290 right outside a little town called Harper, Texas.
4: I know where you're at.
6: It's beautiful area right there. Yes, sir. We've been there. It's coming up on our 49th season come this Unreal.
4: September. 49th yeah. season. That's
6: crazy. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've been there with the, you know, the grandchildren or, Basically running the place now, and uh, mm-hmm. they're old, old school, and they're not into selling parcels off, and they they hold on and keeping everything together. For I'm the glad people. to
4: hear that because you oh, hear yeah. a lot of, a lot of the other way, and it's uh, it's not good.
6: Oh, it, it's not, Captain. You come out of Fredericksburg, coming east or going north, or coming out of Austin. It's it's Austin is growing all into it. You know, Dripping Springs and Johnson City. It's, uh, you really got to get off the back roads and to enjoy the, uh, the little country rides. Now it's just, it's just like, like it is down here too much road construction, highway construction, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of these landowners, uh, you know, their grandkids and they're just selling it off at parcels and get these home additions coming up, but you still got lots of land and you just got to, you just got to get away from it. That's, that's, that's about it. But uh, we're very blessed that the way they have this set up, that, uh, the land's going to be in the family for a long, 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 long time. It's not going
4: like to be that. cut
6: up. You know, they, uh, they had the foresight, the ranchers, uh, the, the way they set the trust up, they had there the you foresight. Go. Well, Hey, you, you're not going to get this to sell it. It's going to go here. It's going to go there. So, you know,
4: it's, That's uh, it. That's we're very that blessed way to they have got to take care of it and uh, nurture it for the next generation.
6: Exactly, sir. Exactly. Awesome. Well, i got to run, sir. You have a, the rest of your day. Craig, always
4: good hearing from you from Bland 9, baby. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you, you right. soon, sir. Thank all you a right. lot. See you, man. Take you Later. Care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Thank you.